With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Greetings, and welcome to another fabulous edition of Barely Adequate with Chris and Jay. I'm Jay. And I am Chris. What up, How is it going, sir? It is going fairly well. My, uh, As a sports fan, I can at least say my Jacksonville Jaguars won yesterday by the skin of their fucking teeth, but it's a win. Uh, yeah, my Detroit Lions won, uh, which is also amazing, because, you know... <laughs> Anytime they do anything but fail miserably, it's really an achievement. It's something you should mark on their calendar. Oh, let's see. What are we talking about this week, sir? Uh, what did we decide we were going to talk about? I know we were going to talk uh, not directly about politics, but more the discussion of politics lately. Right. Yeah, I don't talk about politics. That's not my thing. But I'm more than happy to talk about people talking about politics, yeah. which is a fine distinction, but it is one. Yes. Uh, we will also be talking a little bit about Halloween uh, yep. in general and specifically as it relates to each of us. If we get a chance, we might cover whatever we've watched this week. And if we get a chance, we might be talking MMA. But we'll start off with those first two. Yeah. So uh, with the talking about talking about politics, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I have one of those incidents on uh, – Okay, to start the whole preface, really, whatever you're posting on your social media and trying to, I at least I can say for myself, I know I'm not going to change necessarily anybody's opinion, but what I share, I feel I'm trying to educate other people. That okay. there are certain, just certain news stories. I share the news stories. I share the funny memes, too. I freely admit that. But it's, and I do both parties. We're, we're, okay. we're, we're well, keeping it neutral, but right, right. I share the well, news stories to try to educate people to what's going on because there's always those things that general major media is not covering but is still going on and kind of just gets shifted to the back when you know the latest shiny ball is put out there by the big media. Right. Well, if you know you're not going to change anyone's opinion, why do you bother? Uh, that's not as that's not me mocking you. That's an honest question because that's right. I've posted on Facebook several times. Nobody in the history of the world has ever had their opinion changed by seeing a political Facebook meme. So really, seriously, why why do you bother? Um, because there, in my opinion, though, there is that one or two people out there that they, especially with the way this year's election's been going, whichever whichever party you follow, there's been things that have come out between both sides that. If you're getting just your news from major media outlets, there are stories you're going to not know about. There's things that are coming out about the candidates even in the past week. And I'm trying to keep this down the middle with this discussion and not point out one or the other for any of their things. But there have been more things that have been coming to light 
that are actually some things I've known about for months and I've been trying to share on my, my page to enlighten people about and other people are just like, oh, you know, you can't back it up. And now you're seeing these things are really coming to light that, you know, more accusations are, are turned into facts, not just allegations. And there are people that have been like, oh shit, I didn't know that was happening. And they just might shift a little bit in their thoughts. They're, I mean, you have people that are dyed in the wool, Democrat or Republican, that no matter how bad their candidate may be, that's the way they're going to vote because that's the way they've always voted. That's their choice. This is, we are, you know, supposedly a free country, so you still have that choice to make. But if I'm sharing information, I feel I'm sharing information. I feel, it, and yeah, I get what you're saying about it. It can be a waste of time because I'm not always going to change people's opinions, but I still like having a discussion about whatever the news item is at because there are times, too, that whatever opposing point I've put po- to whatever I've posted there's times they enlighten me to information I didn't know about. So Right. And it did did it change your opinion? Sometimes it has. Not very often, but sometimes it has because it's like really I didn't know that. But I will say it's been a while since something like that has happened because I've gotten definitely a lot better in the last couple of years of someone posts something and versus just that blind click like, Oh shit, I gotta share this with the world that I will stop and I'll be like, huh let me read the article, let me see if there's any other articles that are saying this, any other sources, and let's just go to Snopes just to double check. Right, I was going to say, because that's a big part of it. Almost all of these political memes that they're posting are inaccurate, or only partially accurate at best. It's Um, cherry-picking, yeah. Yeah, I I don't really give a shit about politics all that much. Um, You know, when people ask me what my political affiliation is, I tell them I'm a rational anarchist. Um, I don't, I don't really, which, which I stole from one of my favorite, uh, authors, uh, Robert A. Heinlein, mm-hmm. uh, in, in that I don't really believe in our government system all that much anyways, but I'm rational about it and I know everyone else does. So whatever you guys decide or whatever, <laughs> um, cause yeah, I think they're both horrible and I'm, and I'm voting for Mike Rowe. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the problem too, that we've run into is the rationalism. There's, there's being rational versus the way people have been rationalizing things. And that's been the biggest problem that I've had. And I've, I've had to post my own rules on my Facebook page and I've already had to call out somebody on stuff about it today, but it's keeping it to the point, discuss the facts, present me with facts. You can bring up a source for an article, but It can still, you know, sometimes the sources are debatable. Clearly some things are, some some sites are more liberal-leaning, some sites are more right-wing-leaning. Either way, present me with something to back up what you're stating because there's been far, far too many people that are submitting their opinion or belief as greater than fact. And when I've confronted them with a fact that they're like, well, no, 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 this is what's going on. And I present three different articles as well as even citations of what an actual vote was within our Congress. It's in the historical documentation of what has gone on in our government. They're like, well, no, I don't like your source. You can't deny things that are a fact just because you don't like what the fact says in comparison to your opinion. 
that's yeah. where things have gotten so out of hand. Yeah, yeah, and you see that you see that all over the place. Uh, one of my favorite ones recently, and I, I'm sure you saw this before. Uh, one of our mutual uh, Facebook friends, Amanda, uh, mm-hmm. was uh, having an argument with somebody, and um, somehow or another, uh, the fact that she was a veteran got pulled into it. And yeah. they, they, and since she was stating stuff that he didn't agree with, he flat out said, "Yeah, I don't think you're a veteran." Yeah, something that's easily proved in about two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the, the, just, the, just the fact that someone would go, well, I don't believe you're a veteran. How can you not believe she's a veteran? I mean, Jesus Christ, every... <laughs> you know, that'd be... That, yeah. That's, that's actually saying, I don't believe you're a human. You're some sort of robot. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's about the same amount of logic you use in this statement. Yeah. But well, you see that all the time. People will flat, flat out not believe facts if the facts don't agree with their opinions. Well, in full disclosure, that that statement the comments that were involving a man uh mandy and stuff that was the stuff on my page over the weekend that it's like i posted something before i went to bed and i get up in the morning and i see a string of comments from friends in private chat and they're like holy fuck did that just happen what's chris going to do when he gets up and i'm like I've been <laughs> i get up after six hours just a few hours sleep and i look at it and i'm like what the fuck did that uh, so that prompted me to actually post these rules on my page because I'm—I've always been—I love debate. I love to discuss, discuss things. I love it as long as you can keep the debate to the subject. It's when you start turning it into personal attacks and getting away from the facts and start submitting your opinion as belief or your opinions as fact. That's when you, in my opinion, are losing the argument. I want to, I'm, I will parse out and get into the semantics and be uh, pedantic about a debate, but I will try to keep it to the points and dissect it. I kind of enjoy that, but it's when you turn it into personal attacks, when you start uh, insulting people versus discussing the topic. I'm not going to tolerate that on my own Facebook page anymore. So. That, and that's actually what you, you touched on something that it's another reason why I hate this entire political season. Cause it, this has happened before, but it's really, really horrible this time. Everyone, a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people who are posting these political memes, the political memes are fucking horrible. They're not, they're not, I don't agree with such and such statements or I don't agree with this person or they're not even, I don't think this person will be a good president. They're fucking flat out bullying attacks. You're like, this person looks like a horse's end or this person, you know, just seriously stuff that you would expect a high school bully to do uh, when picking on one of their victims. Right. I'm like, stuff that has little to anything to do with their ability to be a president. Fucking, you know, uh, and it's ridiculous. Any, any, anything from people saying, you know, posting pictures of, uh, of like, uh, uh, a donkey with uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, uh, face attached to the rear end, up to you know comparing Donald Trump with a to an orange orangutan, and you know all kinds of things that are just basically personal attacks. Any if you want to attack their political beliefs or what they do, that's fine. But personal attacks are fucking bullshit. That's like I said, that's high school bully shit. And yeah. anything time I see that, I'm like, I just I honestly think less of the person who posts it. Yeah. 
not to yeah. mention, you know, I mean, you've seen, I've seen that with Obama for fucking years, oh, but God, yes. I, I've reached a point where I, you know, I'm like, whatever, you know, but it's, it's, it's escalated so much this political season that, man, I've lost a lot of respect for people on my Facebook. I, I won't, I will not unfriend somebody over their political beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will think less of them for it. The only thing I've ever unfriended people on uh, on Facebook for, for that was politically based was is gay bashing. You know? Yeah. Like uh, I've I've unfriended a couple people who came out strongly against gay marriage, and you know that's one of the few ones I've, I'm like, okay, well, obviously you're you're an asshole, and I just now realized it. <laughs> uh, but I, I won't do that for most political stuff because you know yeah. political people. People and their political beliefs are we can be really far apart from each other as far as like you know their day to day life and then what they believe in as far as politics go. Yeah. But it, but I, I have I am disappointed with quite a few of my friends this season. Yeah, and it's for for me it's the thing of I've I've only actually ever blocked. Uh, let's see, I've blocked. I can count on one hand actually the number of people I've actually blocked from my Facebook. Um, two of them were for posting. Uh, racist and xenophobic memes that I mean were there was no humor to them in, in, in my eyes they were straight uh, derogatory and offensive, offensive and inflammatory and the other two are actually uh, liberals <laughs> because they are so far to the that left side that they were um, uh, with my own beliefs they were essentially bashing anything Christians because it's religion has done all the bad things in the world and it's, you, know, you tr- I try to cut people slack. I say, dude, don't post that stuff on my page. But then when people keep making a trend of it, no, you're you're gone. I'm not I'm not a knee jerk blocker deleter. I will like, dude, no, you need to. I, like I had to do this morning that someone started to actually make insulting statements towards someone regarding other discussions, and I'm like, please tone it down. And so I'm waiting to see how that response goes, but. The the other thing though that's that's annoying the fuck out of me as someone who loves debate, there's so much and it's just the the rhetoric that has been put out there by the media and both sides that versus defending your candidate, whichever one it may be, so many people are coming up with the knee jerk reaction of like, Oh yeah, well they did this. No, the the it's uh I learned this from my daughter's logic class. I got this great uh, poster that it's all the uh, logic fallacies in, of uh, debate, and it's called a two coquet. That it's essentially saying, "Oh yeah, I'm not as bad as them," right. but at the same time, you're not defending or denying or rationalizing or giving giving a reason for the the actions of that person. That I can say, be it okay to throw out both of them between the sexual allegations against Trump and the. Uh, federal email fraud stuff uh, the between the leaks and classification, however you want to put it, with Hillary's emails. You can put out either one of those, and then someone will say, oh yeah, but, and use that... You've got to be fucking kidding. <laughs> okay, we're back, folks. And uh, once again, I got involved in my talking about my own self and talking about such grand ideas that... I know I probably lost about 30 seconds of our discussion there. So at least it was everything I was saying (laughs) versus me losing Jay and not paying attention. But uh, please, uh, by next week, I'm hoping to actually have purchased the prop, purchased the recording program and not be using the free one so I don't have to look for a damn pop-up every 15 minutes. 
And uh, this did happen on my other show yesterday, too, once. So, <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. All right, well, you know what? Let's move on from politics. As I mentioned, it leaves a, it's leaving a bad yeah. taste in my mouth that I don't want to talk about anymore. Yeah. All right, next up, Halloween. Halloween is always been my favorite holiday and it's coming up soon mm-hmm. and me and chris talked earlier about this about the fact that for me at least halloween has lost a lot of its luster i'm not quite sure why i've always it's always been my favorite holiday people are like oh christmas no oh thanksgiving no it's always been halloween halloween is the time of fun it's a time of masks it's a time of candy uh i've always had a great interest in being someone besides myself so Halloween was always an opportunity for me to at least temporarily recreate myself. Mm-hmm. And lately, in the last, I don't know, probably three to five years, it's every year less and less interest. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. Uh, maybe possibly it means I'm getting more happy with myself and having less interest in being somebody else for a little while. Um, maybe it's tied into the fact that I've realized that I don't really like horror movies. I don't really like being scared. Um, but I, I'm not sure, really. But it... It, the only thing I am sure of is I don't really give a shit about Halloween anymore. Um, for me, it's it's waxed and waned. I can say that much. Um, part of it was after having my daughter that for the longest time, Rachel was scared to death. I mean, couldn't even go down a decorations aisle during Halloween that she was that creeped out. And it bummed me out because... I am a big horror fiend. I love... Halloween is second to Christmas for me. I mean, Christmas uh, kind of trumps Halloween for me just because I'm, I'm a generous person. I like I like the festivities and stuff and the get-togethers of Halloween. I'm that one of those kind of guys, or I mean, of, of Christmas. But Halloween is... Uh, it's fun. I like getting scared. I like scaring other people when it's in an, a proper environment. I'm not one of those people who randomly jump out from around corners. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, but it's, the Halloween's coming back for me again. Um, the the one thing that I am a bit of bummed, been bummed out about over the last few years too, though, is just once we moved to our current place, and we've been here about seven years, it's a smaller place, and it's, I can't decorate and go all out like I, I would normally would do for Halloween that I can kind of do for Christmas at times, but I haven't really, I dress up some. I mean, like last year I did, uh, it's the uh, Morphs website, or Morphs.com, I think it is, but they've got the t-shirts. It's an app you can download onto your phone that is uh, interactive shirts. It's a shirt, you shirts or hoodies or whatever that you wear, or you can even put a tablet in because they've got the the video you download in the app projects on the screen. And uh, the first one they did, they got a lot of notice. It's a little slip-in pocket you put the iPad into, but it looks like you've been disemboweled. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen those things. Yeah, and I've got one. It's a zombie T-shirt, but the eyes are the animated part. And it freaked out so many kids last year when we are giving out... Uh, Rachel's gotten a little old, too old for Halloween or for trick or treating, so she helps pass out candy at uh, the. Our local town has a big downtown trick or treat for kids with the local businesses, and Rachel's Karate Dojo is one of them. So uh, I was wearing that shirt last year, and you can 
touch it so that the eyes animate so that kids would be sitting there looking at the shirt and all of a sudden the eyes would dart to the side and you'd see them like, what? And they just stare real intently <laughs> for a bit. And there's a few kids, though, their parents need to teach them about respecting other people's personal space because I had a few come up and start trying to tap my phone. And I have to tell them, no, 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 do not do that. But, you know, like uh, this year, I, I actually am dressing up again this year. I've already ordered my costume. I'm going to be Runner 5 from Zombies Run. Oh, yeah. Which is, I know, one of your favorite uh, exercise apps. Yes, and I have my virtual race this week, my f- virtual 5K in the next... It starts on the 20th, and there's a 10-day window to do it. I get a... F- the, it's been... We've had the remnants of the, the monsoon, or not the monsoon, but the typhoon off the west coast. That We've actually had a lot of rain lately, so I haven't been out to do a walk of late, but I'm hoping to beat my 5K time I posted with the spring virtual race I did. But back to Halloween. Uh, yeah, my, my and Rachel's love, she's gotten into, she's turning into quite the horror fiend too. She's loving the horror movies. She's not the type though that likes the haunted houses and stuff, because I've talked about going to, going to some of those, and she's like, I'm fine watching scary movies. I don't like people jumping out and scaring me. So, my yeah, yeah, I see it. That's, yeah. that's why I've never really been big, big fan of horror movies. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, uh, the reason I, the issue I have with horror movies is there's basically two types of horror movies. There's the bloody gore horror movie, and those either they look too fake to interest me or look too realistic and just kind of gross me out. Uh-huh. And there's the jump movies. That's what I call them. The ones where they try to scare you by. By jump scares, yeah, by yep. startling you, yep. you know, uh, and and I don't need so with one of them, I don't need to either be thinking it's fake or uh, be grossed out, and the other one, I don't need at all. If I really wanted to be jump scared, I can just go drive on the highway. Uh, <laughs> I'll get the same effect. That's not a problem. Uh, so I, when once I realized that, I realized I don't really like either of those type of movies, and so I don't like horror movies. I still occasionally like horror books. Because uh, it's not the same thing, really. I realize that's kind of a weird statement, but like I, I enjoy uh, reading uh, Stephen King books. I haven't read one in a while. I think the last one I read was was The Dome, uh, but those are good books, and I enjoyed them. And I think and I've reread uh, uh, The Stand a couple whole bunch of times. I'm currently dabbling with rereading uh, it, and I still enjoy those because it's not the same type of thing. It's not the same effect as a horror movie, really. Right. So I don't really know what you guys get out of horror movies, to be honest with you. My girlfriend loves them. Loves them. Uh, she was watching one uh, yesterday, as a matter uh, of fact. She's not your girlfriend. Oh, my fiance. Excuse there you me. Go. <laughs> uh, she was watching one. Uh, you might have seen, since you watch a lot of horror movies, you might have seen it. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it was a whole, there was a couple of people trapped in a gas station. Uh, zombie type movie, but the zombie was like some sort of mold or spore or something like that. Oh, Splinter. Yeah, I think that's. I think that was I it, haven't yeah. watched that one yet. That's on my list. Yeah, yeah, she liked it. She, liked it. I mean, I, I, it was in the background, and it looked mm-hmm. it looked good to me, uh, even though I didn't really pay attention to it. So I, I think you'll enjoy it, but I, the, just not my type of movie, really. Right, and that's the thing. I, I totally get. There's people that I mean, <laughs> I've got a few of my coworkers, especially working night shifts, that. Um, it's that it's that mix of I told people and I mentioned on my on the podcast Macabre that I may have had a ghost encounter at, at the hospital one the one night about a month ago but I'm not 100 percent sure on it 
and there's people like, oh wow, cool, and there's other people like, don't tell me that, don't tell me that. <laughs> because I, I mean, I talk about my horror movies and other things, and there's a few of the people that, yeah, they're like, oh wow, that sounds like a good movie, and other people are like, yeah, it's not really my thing. And then there's the people's like, don't tell me that, don't tell me that, I'm back here by myself, I don't want to be scared. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it's a, uh, but again, hor- horror. I don't know. I I like the little bit of adrenaline rush from good scares. The jump scares, it gets lazy. I like a good story. I like good gore. I, I mean, for me, some of it is it's watching the special effects. I like to see something new and inventive. But uh, there's other times it's just the un. I don't know. It's one of those things I've I've said at times. It's like testing my moral compass, my ethics. Because there's there's some of the horror movies I watch. I am one of those people who watch some of the darker stuff. I don't really like torture porn type stuff. I watched the first Hostel, watched the second one, didn't really like that one at all. But there's there's other stuff that yeah, I just I watch just to challenge whether or not it makes me uneasy or not. But there's there's stuff that's done that just as in your face to shock. But there's other ones, it's telling a really good story, and it almost justifies some of the brutality that you're seeing within the film. And Yeah. It's just kind of the, I admit, that's kind of the darker part in me. But then again, there's horror movies like, uh, I watched one last night, that uh, New Zealand has been putting out really good comedic horror movies over the years that I have yet to watch one from New Zealand that has not made me laugh. And the one I watched last night was Deathgasm. <laughs> that you have... Yeah, uh, that sounds like a winner, yeah. Oh, it was hilarious because it's uh, uh, high school guys. You got the, the lone loser who hooks up with a few other losers and they make their death metal garage band. And they stumble upon these music sheets that it's actually an incantation to summon the, the king of demons. And so by playing this music, they essentially start bringing along the end of the world. But it's it's done straight up for humor, straight up for gore. It's it's on the level of with like Evil Dead Two or Dead Alive for people who've seen those for the the amount of gore over the top, spraying gallons and gallons of blood and stuff everywhere. But when you have a scene where the two guys are trapped in a bedroom and they're trying to find weapons to fight off two of the zombie folks outside who are the um, Bible thumping Christian uh, aunt and uncle of the kid whose uh, mom has gone to the asylum and so he's been forced to live with them. That uh, the guy pulls out a box from the clo- the other guy pulls a box out from the closet that says church items, and inside is like oh a two foot long big black double headed dong, a uh, couple strings of the big anal beads. <laughs> And so they come out of this bedroom in slow motion, swinging these things as weapons to try to take out the zombies. (laughs) It was that kind of movie. It was was just funny. It was fun. And plus it had some good metal in it, too. Speaking of movies that were uh, unexpectedly good, I'm going to change the subject slightly. Have you seen Terminator Genesis? No, I've been on the fence for that one. I'm not going to go into too many details because I don't want to ruin it for you, but I will just say it's uh, better than I expected. Um, the story's kind of meh. Uh, the acting's kind of meh. 
Uh, but Arnold is great in it. Uh, Arnold, believe it or not, makes that movie. And I'll leave it at that. Just just watch it for if you if you ever loved an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, you'll like Arnold in his movie. It's uh, it's pretty good. But since you haven't watched it yet, we'll we'll move on until you until you have, and then we'll come back to it. Yeah, I've heard oh, a right. bag on it, so I've been. Yeah, yeah. Well, there there are. I have a couple really big issues with it. Stuff that they don't explain, and right. I, to the point where I went to the internet afterwards to check and make sure if I had just missed it or something. And no, no, they, they just didn't bother to explain it. To the point where my girlfriend, my, excuse me, my fiance, who who's normally not all that worried about uh, coherent plot lines. I'm sorry, honey, but <laughs> normally you you've. It totally accepted some stuff that I was like, "What?" She was like, "Hey, didn't they? Did they ever explain such and such and such and such?" I'm like, "No, not as far as I know." So, um, yeah, so yeah, but watch it and get back with me on that. All right, uh, let's see. We've covered most of our topics so far. Um, we did have a listener question. Oh yeah, yes we do. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It turns out uh, you guys, his old buddy Passive Jay is getting married. Uh, we've, I've set the date. We are getting married January 8th, which is a Sunday. Uh, the issue being, I have no clue what to do. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, I mean, well, you uh, walk down an aisle. Well, no, no, this, you... yeah, that's, that's not, that's not the issue. Uh, <laughs> you guys, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it before, but, uh, I'm desperately poor. <laughs> um, to, you know, I I literally have almost no money, and I definitely don't have any money for a wedding or a reception. Um, this is an issue because I need to get married. <laughs> um, and we talked about go just going to Vegas and you know uh, and get married, but more and more people have stated that they kind of want to be there for it. Which I okay, I can understand that. At first, it's just gonna be her her, her kids, right? So we talked about possibly uh, helping them out, helping them out to fly them to Vegas, but that was pretty expensive as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we I already spent uh, way more money than I should have getting plane tickets and hotel uh, uh, rooms for Vegas for our, our uh, honeymoon. That's about half paid for. I've, pay, I've paid for the hotel and the uh, and the plane tickets, but uh, now I'm trying to save money for actual money while we're there. <laughs> right. So which I have no clue how I'm going to do that, but. Now, all of a sudden, I have all these people saying they want to attend the wedding. Uh, before, we were, I was thinking uh, I was just going to you know, uh, get married by, uh, by whatever. Uh, turns out one of my friends, uh, my tattoo artist actually, believe it or not, is ordained. So uh, we were just going to get married, you know, have him marry us. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Do that ever, anywhere. Then, then her kids wanted to be there for it. It's okay. We can still do that almost anywhere. Uh, then I found out from asking on the internet, I was like, you guys, no one wants to be here for this. Quite a few people do want to be there for this. Anywhere from 30 to a hundred people want to be there for it. Uh, I don't have, there's, there is the first issue. I don't have any firm numbers yet. Uh, I don't know how many people would show up for this. So I don't know what kind of facility I need for this. Um, I think I can, uh, there's the option I think I'm going to go for is there's an American Legion Hall uh, not too far from us that I can rent out that will hold up to 130 or 140 people. Mm-hmm. That is way more than I probably need. Like I said, I, I might get as few as 30 people there or I might get as much many as 100. Right. Uh, so that's why I kind of think I should probably you know get the bigger place just in case. Uh, and while I can't really afford that, it's it's... A small expense that I, you know, that I can probably figure something out. You know, it's I think I think it's five hundred dollars if there's no alcohol, six hundred dollars if there's alcohol because they insist on that they their people have to serve. 
Right. So they're basically, you know, which I can understand for safety and not getting sued reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can come up with $600. Uh, I don't want to. I mean, that's money I'm trying to save for the honeymoon and for paying bills and stuff like that. But I might be able to come up with $600. Then, but the, the real thing that I really don't know what to do for is food and drink. Uh, you know, you can't just have people come up for a wedding and then stand around for two or three hours and then leave. Uh, you you kind of got to feed them. Uh, I definitely don't. I don't definitely don't have the money to feed however many people show up. Plus the fact that I don't really know how many will show up, so it's kind of hard to prepare for it. Regardless, mm-hmm. some people said potluck, and which I suppose is possible, but it's kind of crappy saying, "Yeah, bring some food." <laughs> if you show up, bring some food, and who knows what's going to bring what, and that seems complicated and stuff. And then I'd hate to have a reception without drinking. I mean, I don't drink right. anymore, so I don't. I don't give a shit myself. But that seems like a poor a poor party, you know. Uh, I might be able to come up with a keg or two. I mean, so it's not, but there's another two to four hundred dollars. I know kegs are like two hundred bucks each now. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, a full, a full keg, can. anyways. Yeah, I, I know, I know. I can get a full keg for under a hundred bucks here. I don't know. Well, I just, I just went and looked online and looked at prices. So mm-hmm. you know, and like some of the places were like you know, one hundred fifty, two hundred bucks for a keg. And I might need more than one. I don't know. Uh, so I don't really know what to do about all this. I don't know how to feed people. We all, uh, I don't know how to, the booze thing. Do we not have booze? Uh, do, do I? What happens if I uh, make sure that I have food for, you know, I save the pocket and put it on my credit card and have food for food and drink for 100 people and then 30 people show up? Um, there's, uh, I'm just, it's very much up in the air. Uh, I have a couple months to plan it out, but that's not a huge amount of time. You know, the fiance says she doesn't care. She's been married before, right. and I and I haven't. She goes, "This is your first marriage. It's, it's whatever you want to do." And I know she's lying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty dumb, but I'm not that dumb. You know, I, I and I I want her to have the nicest wedding that I can do for her. You know, right. if I had the money, I'd like to spend like five or ten grand, have an actual wedding in a you know an actual wedding place, and then have an actual reception where you know they serve food and there's an open bar and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I just can't do that. I you know I don't have five grand to spend or ten grand to spend. I just don't. Um, that being the case, I'm kind of at a, you know I don't know what to do really. Uh, I, people have been very nice in Facebook with suggestions. I've already uh, had one person, uh, one of my relatives, send me a message saying that they would help me out monetarily a little bit. Uh, but that's a you know, and that's awesome. It's it's a it's a relatively small amount compared to what a real wedding would cost. Mm-hmm. The way I'm doing, the way I'm doing it with, um, with a hall and, you know, and potluck and no booze, it's actually going to help quite a bit. Uh, but still that being the case, it's not what I really want. I mean, you know, I mean, right. uh, yeah, I'm a guy and I don't really care about that kind of shit, but it, it would be kind of nice to have a reception with all my friends there and, you know, have them have a good time. But it is what it is. You know, you just have to, sometimes you just have to accept that you're poor and you don't have the money for shit. Yeah. Well, uh, hindsight being twenty twenty and all that, the first mistake is letting people know <laughs> that you're having the wedding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I could have just, I've, I've I got friends who have done that route that they uh, they'd been together for a couple of years and they made annual trips down to Vegas for uh, the national rodeos final and stuff. And it was after they came back, they said, "Oh, by the way, while we were there, we got married." And then that's they, what they, that's really they had a reception do. down the road. That's originally what we were going to do. We were going to right. we we're going to go to Vegas, uh, January you know ninth uh, through the twelfth. Uh, fly in on a Monday, fly out on a Thursday, and get married while we're there. Mm-hmm. But a, a couple people pointed out, it's like, yeah, you don't really want to do that. And I'm like, well, why not? I go, that'll be great. They said, well, dude, freaking, you're going to fly in on Monday. That means on Tuesday you're going to have to run down to City Hall and register. 
And then on Wednesday, you're going to have to find an Elvis to get you married. <laughs> um, and, and then on Thursday, you're going to fly back. Do you really want to spend your entire vacation, you know, basi- uh, basically running around and getting married? Like, eh, they said, you're not going to want to worry about that. You're just going to want to relax in your vacation. To my understanding, though, there's not really much running around because most of the uh, certificates you can get at those chapels. Right. You, you do have to register a city hall or something like that. We looked into a little bit. You oh, okay. do, it, it's a couple trips. I mean, it's not super difficult. They make it easy there. It's more expensive in Vegas than it is here. Uh, for here, a marriage license is 20 bucks. There, it's like 80 bucks. But that's, that's, yeah. not, you know, not, that's not enough of a difference to not do it. Uh, right. But they, you know, they made a good point. They're like, you know, and then she's, you know, and then she was talking about the fact that while her kids want to go to Vegas to the point where we were going to pay for a hotel room for them, we couldn't afford to pay for them to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were going to drive, mm. drive from Detroit to Las Vegas in January. At least you're headed south. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> not really. I mean, Southwest. not not enough. Yeah. Not enough, really. You you have to go through quite a few states that are going to have uh, lots of snow and stuff, uh, and so that's not really vi- you know, viable, really. Plus the fact that you know they're kids, you know, the, from range from eighteen to twenty three, none of them have a reliable car. Um, so it it's it, it was just it was just a scary concept. Uh, so we didn't want to do that. Uh, plus, when it comes right down to it, I you know, no offense, kids, if you're listening to the show, I don't want you there on my honeymoon. <laughs> Yeah, you won't be in the room with me, but you know, come on, you know, we're supposed, to, you know, it's supposed to be a honeymoon, you know, not a family vacation. Right. Uh, there'll be plenty of time for that down the road. But that was the original plan: get married in, in Las Vegas, and then have a reception sometime the next summer when money isn't quite as pressing. Right. Maybe even people kept on saying, "Oh, Jay, you should have your reception in your backyard." Because I've got a big ass backyard. I mean, it's mm-hmm. big. Um, I could fit January. like no, no, not for <laughs> January. But you know, that's why they said next summer. But I could, I could right. fit a hundred people in my backyard. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not a really a viable issue, a viable uh, option anyways, because while I can fit 100 people in my backyard, where the fuck are they going to park? Yeah. I've got like three parking spots. <laughs> you know, um, my my entire street's pretty, uh, it's, it's, I live in a dead-end street, and it's not a very long one. It's probably got 15 houses on each side. You Even if even if we wanted to be rude and park on the street, you couldn't fit half the people that want to show up on my street. Where the fuck are they going to park? And then I've got a little tiny house with one bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's people are like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm like, no, that'd be horrible. It wouldn't work out well at all. I mean, if I had a valet service to park them all off site someplace and hire, uh, rented a couple of porter johns, maybe. But yeah. other than that, that's not a really great option either. Right. So being what it is, uh, I think my five hundred dollar uh, uh, American Legion Hall rental with no alcohol and people bringing potluck is probably what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, and that bums me out. Like I said, that's not what yeah. I want, and I know that's not what she wants. But you don't always get what you want in life. That's when, and, and sometimes that's, you just that's might a, find you get what you need. Well, you know, I the way I look at it, this is a very good lesson for her. For this, <laughs> when you marry me, there's going to be lots of disappointment in your life, and there's going to be <laughs> lots of things that you want, but you're not going to get. <laughs> so you started off early for. Her. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, that's uh that's uh that's our real request talking about the wedding. <laughs> I'll have, have to say that Boy, I, I'm depressed. Yeah, well I have to say, um I know people were well intentioned reading the stuff on your Facebook yesterday, but I did openly laugh when they're all saying, Well they should let you have it at the country club at your work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh yeah, I, for those of you who don't know, I work at a really fancy country club, uh one of the most affluent ones in the nation. Uh probably 
uh, top five, top five or top ten in the nation. There's might there's might be one or two of them. There might be a couple in California or and on the East Coast that are more affluent, uh, but not a ton. Uh, it's really it's a really expensive place. Um, not the most expensive because they set it up to not be most expensive, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, but as far as uh, it like there's cheap. no, it ain't cheap, and it's populated by like some of the richest people in the country, like business owners, people that own sports teams, um, people that own major name brand businesses. Uh, like I can't really talk about it because right. you're not you're not allowed to talk about that stuff. It's part of being an employee there. Uh, but I could easily start naming country company. club is you don't talk about country oh, club. Country club, right? <laughs> See, so but I could easily name uh, companies that you know of that my members own, uh, and, right. I, and obviously sports teams because everybody knows sports teams. Um, that being the case, they're not going to let me use their country club. Granted, it's in the I'm getting married in the off season, so the club will not be in use. But that's not that's not. Uh, doesn't matter in the history of me working there and i'm pretty sure in the history of the country club no employee has pulled off like getting the members to let them use them let them use the country club even if i for somehow or another managed to talk to the general manager and to let me use the club the board of directors would never let that shit fly yeah um is, i was sitting i was sitting in the office uh talking with uh, the head maitre d who's a good buddy of mine mm-hmm. and yeah he and he and uh the general manager happens to wander by while while we're while we're talking about uh, my wedding, and he and as a joke, he's like, "Yeah, hey Scott, you should you should let Jay uh, use the club, uh, you know, for his wedding in the winter." Scott was like, "Oh yeah, sure, oh, it's shut down. Why not? Yeah, that's no big deal. Hey, yeah, you can have someone come in and they can use our kitchens and cook. And hey, you should probably ask the valet if they want to volunteer their time to 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 uh, park the cars for you. Oh, and you know what? I, I'm sure if you ask the housekeeping staff, they come in and clean for nothing. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Scott, I get the point. <laughs> you don't have to be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I go. Okay, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Well, so, but, but yeah, I." And that, I, that's I did point things, out though, with with those comments. So I hate. I, I apologize if I'm going to offend any of your friends who comment on those things. But that's really for those people saying, "Well, for as long as you've worked there, they should let you do this." That's I. That's a really, really bad false sense of entitlement they're trying to have on what you should be allowed to do just because you've been somewhere for forever. It's like yeah. I've been I've been in my my job my hospital for going on eight years now. That doesn't mean I get a free bill. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's still your employer, and they have rules. Right, and my work has done stuff to help me out. Uh, I can't go oh, yeah. into details about it, uh, but I've told you about it. You know, yeah. you know some of the things that they've done for me. You know, yeah. they've went way above the beyond, beyond the call of duty for me several times. Uh, so it's not like they, I don't feel appreciated there. It's right. just not something that they can do. No. Um. The other other offers were were also very nice, but all not practical either. Like uh, one of uh, uh, one of the people that we went to high school with, and one of Adria's friends, uh, offered to let us use her backyard because she had just gotten married in July, and she said a lot of the stuff was still there, and she had a lot of the supplies, which is a wonderful offer. I really appreciate it. It's fucking January. Yeah. <laughs> January in Michigan is no time to have a backyard wedding. 
And she and she even said, well, you know, I've just got a modest home, but, you know, if the weather's inclement, we can use that. I'm like, yeah, if I could, if the wedding was to the point where we could fit it into someone's house, I could, I would just rent the back room of a pizza place or a restaurant. You know, if, if I was only expecting 20 or 30 people, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I could figure something out. Yeah. Right. So I, while I really, really appreciate it, it was very sweet of her. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that, that was a, that's a, it's an amazing offer and she was going to go really out of her way and it was going to be a big pain in the ass for her and i you know i can't say how much i appreciate it enough i just don't think she thought through exactly what she's saying because she even she even mentioned well if the weather's bad you can come into the house I'm like yeah i don't i don't think that's gonna work thank you very much now we still might end up taking up her up on her offer of borrowing some of the things that she bought for the wedding you know right. uh so i uh, but yeah I'm, I'm not, i can't have it in someone's backyard in the winter <laughs> or in the house so yeah you know i'm gonna have more than 10 or 20 people show up i'm pretty sure and it, Oh, so yeah, it's it's one of many things I'm stressed out about. Uh, I've been stressed out about money a lot lately. Um, last last week, uh, the fiance's car blew up yeah. for the last time, and and I'm just done. I was just done with it. This time there's electrical problems. She had a 2002 Honda Civic with listed 230 thousand miles on it, which was a lie <laughs> <laughs> because we found parts that had. I, uh, I can't remember the exact circumstances on it, but we found parts that were supposed to be replaced. Uh, I want to say at 150 or 2,000 miles, 200,000 miles, mm-hmm. that had already been replaced more than once. Uh, we think we're pretty sure, sure that the uh, that the speedometer odometer had been altered, and that car had well over 300,000 miles. Damn. Yeah, it was a 2002 Honda piece of shit. I'd already dumped a whole bunch of money into that car. Uh, I paid $1,800 to have it paid off because she paid way too much for it. It had a ridiculous interest rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that had to be paid off, so there's nothing I could do about that. The money I'm regretting now is like money for new tires, money for a new brake system, money for new front-end stuff. Uh, I probably dumped about another two grand into that car in the last year and a half. Yeah. And really, the very first time it needed some, needed work done with it, I should have got rid of it and bought her a new car. So I didn't buy a new car. I couldn't afford it, but I did uh, get a uh, 2010 uh, Chevy Malibu that I signed uh, for uh, last week. I signed for it because her credit is horrible, um, and mine's good. I don't have any money, but I have good credit. Uh, that's more, half the reason I don't have any money because I pay my bills. <laughs> uh, that being the case, uh, I, we really rolled the dice on this one. Uh, it's a 2010 with 155,000 miles on it. Which is a lot of miles. Yeah. But the thing is, I didn't want to spend like a thousand or two thousand dollars and just get another beater car. That 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 was, you know, entering into the same sort of problems that she had. But the most that I figured I could possibly spend and have any chance of paying not paying it off was about five five thousand fifty five hundred. Um the issue I had was when you look at the five to six thousand dollar range for cars. Everything I saw were somewhere between 99 and 2004 cars with 90 to 120,000 miles on them, or this 2010 car with 155,000 miles. Right. So do you buy a 12-year-old car with 100,000 miles, or do you buy a 6-year-old car with 150,000 miles? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, so I rolled the dice. I was like, well, I did research on it. It was a rental car, um, which on the surface sounds bad. You know, because you know people drive rental cars crazy, but it's a Chevy Malibu. It's not a sports car. It's not a. It's not a, an economy car. It's it's a sedan. I can't see people driving a 2010 Malibu like a crazy person. It's just not the type of car for that. So I didn't. I wasn't worried about it getting beaten on too much. And the only good thing about a rental car is owned by a company, so you know it was well maintained because that's their money. You know, 
you know, all the oil changes were done. It was routinely inspected and, you know, and had uh, deficient parts replaced. So that being the case, I just figured overall was the best bet. It, I have a car packed for it. It was in one minor rear end, rear end collision that did just basically cosmetic damage. I can see work work got hit. It's got a little paint uh, scraping off the plastic bumper, uh, uh, flaking off actually, and that's it. So it's, it's got no other issues. It drives fine. Um, mechanically speaking, one of the, the driver side side passenger airbag doesn't work anymore. Other than that, everything else works. They the the the, comp, the dealership. Uh, Spent about a thousand dollars replacing some front end parts that, that were, you know, from normal wear and tear. Um, but the only really good thing I could say about it was I got a ridiculous interest rate. I think my interest rate was like two point one percent. Nice. Yeah, it, it was under three. I want it was either two point one or two point nine, something like that, which is way lower than what you'll normally get for a used car. Yeah, I think that had something to do with uh, my credit rating, which was pretty good. That's plus, coinc- by plus, coincidentally, we, just, we didn't choose it this way, but the car happened to be at the same dealership that I'm leasing my Jeep from. Ah, uh, see, I didn't, I didn't go the to their discount. Yeah, I, th- I think, I, I think that did help. I didn't go to their dealership's <laughs> website and look for a car to buy. I did a you've had to deal with on your Jeep. They're kind of like, here, let, let, let's do this too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I, you know, comes right down to it. I think I would have picked a different dealership, but you guys have the car that I want, so here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, money's been money between the uh, so the payment on it's one hundred seventy one dollars a month, mm-hmm. and since we're going back from PLPD to full coverage, that's about another thirty something dollars a month. So it's basically costing us two hundred dollars a month for the next three years. Yeah, that once that's done, I'm hoping that I can get it at least fifteen hundred dollars for it on a trade end, which I'll then use to get her into a, a lease because mm-hmm. both you know because we don't want to worry about cars anymore. So that's why I lease because I don't want to have to worry about my car and I want to have the same safety for her. Uh, so yeah, that's another reason why I'm stressing out about money. <laughs> Yay! Anyways, I guess we we ended the show with Jay complaining about shit. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> well, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, you guys miss complain me complaining about, about shit, stuff. Me complaining yeah. about shit. <laughs> I can put yeah, it on normally a it's not note. so personally based. I can put it on a bright note after our yeah, discussion let's, let's good... uh, in our previous episode where we discussed uh, customer service nightmares. Uh, this I can honestly say today was a good customer service experience for me. Thank you to uh, Sears for their oh, repair guy. That it was oh a week ago Sunday that I get home from work that morning. Why says oh by the way the dryer's dead. <laughs> so I'm like okay, call them and schedule for an appointment. We can have a repairman to you between the hours of 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. on Monday the next week. So. Our uh-huh. home, uh, and I do not mean this in any racist way, if anyone takes it that way, it's just the best example, and I've heard it used that way for forever. Our house has looked like a Chinese laundry for the last week, that we've had things hanging up to dry in various places, because, as I mentioned, with the remnants of the typhoon, it's been raining a lot outside, so we haven't been able to exactly hang things outside to dry. <laughs> but, uh, no, the repair guy uh, this morning, I got a call at a quarter to nine, uh, they said we'll, he could be there in 25 minutes if it works for us. And he was here, diagnosed the problem, replaced the fuse that had blown in it, and uh, granted, $118 later and 75 of that was just the service call. But, uh, yeah, the dude was out of here by 930. Or, wow, that's well, awesome. Well, actually about a quarter to 10. Either way, he was in, out, quick zip zap, and we have a functioning dryer again. So. Which is always nice, because like, I hate those. Uh, we're going to be there sometime between Monday and Friday, between the hours of midnight and 12.01 a.m. Oh, God. 
and at least didn't yeah it didn't kill my whole day because it's yeah between our our schedule trying to make sure it wasn't going to interrupt when we tried to record today i still uh it's actually sunny out right now so i'm planning to get out and get in at least a decent 5k uh after we're done recording here and uh, we did have a little bit of a freeze to our garden last week so I need to see what else is still salvageable out there and, and other things so at least I'm not sitting around waiting for a repair guy to show up if they show up and also it's a wonderful that it was actually something he had the part for in the truck to fix it, the last repair we had granted it was our washing machine and it was a major part of it that needed to be fixed that they came looked at it and said well it's going to be a week that we got to order the part it'll be in we'll get it installed and but at least even that service repairman uh it's been a good experience with sears i can say that because the even with that repairman he's like well hey on this visit today we can i can say i did this maintenance and then granted it'll cost if you pay the other 30 for the for like the 90 day maintenance and checkup it will cover the when i'm here next week and there won't be an additional service call and essentially saved us about 50 60 bucks Which by is doing good. that so even though we had to wait a week for the part to come in the guy was great about how he did it so that it saved us money in the end of what it would have been so there we ended it on a more yeah. positive note Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that just means once again we'll be saving MMA, MMA stuff for next week, which is fine because we still got like three more weeks before the next event. I know. I'm looking, well, yeah, because uh, oh, yeah, we'll wrap things up. I was just going to say I saw their extended 205 is going to be four hours on the pay per view instead of uh, three instead hours. Instead of normal three, yeah, yeah. As which long is, as they don't charge you more, that's yeah, the thing well, I'm yeah. waiting to see. But I can understand. It dawned on me that it's to- it makes total sense why they did that because they got three title fights, so you actually have three fights on the card that are five round fights. Theoretically, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they got a block for that time. Right, right. All right, let's call it a day, sir. Um, yeah. As always, uh, I'm Passive J on Twitter. If you need to get a hold of me, go ahead and send me a tweet. Uh, you can also, uh, I don't know, yell really loud. You might, I might hear you. I've got good hearing. I don't know about that. Yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> oh, we did have more listener input at the last minute. <laughs> Your fiance oh? said to talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> or is that just what the wedding plan was? Is her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her, I'm pretty sure that's what she meant. Yeah, what was the wedding plan? <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah. So how can uh, I get a hold of you, sir? Uh, you can catch me over on Twitter as well at underscore Duckman underscore. You can catch us both on the Facebook page for the podcast. Uh, be sure to uh, check out my other show if you're a horror fan, uh, the podcast Macabre. Uh, we have a Facebook page as well, and uh, we're new episodes should be out later this week. Um, you can also uh, please check out my uh, blog, uh, Making It Through the Middle, over on blogger.com. I was lazy and did not put up a post last week, but I was lazy in lots of ways, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> ah. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that kind of does it for us for this week. So, uh, I've been Chris, he's been Jay, and may your week be blessed and your body mass be less. You know, I was going to have a wedding someplace nice, but Seacrest kicked me the fuck out.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.